Welcome to another Southern California Prep Insider Baseball Podcast. And Les, it's playoff times, man. Oh, it's the best time of the year, man. Next to Christmas, this is my favorite time of the year, Tommy. So here's what we're going to do since, you know, top tens don't matter anymore. Players we from last week, yeah, great. But we really want to talk about the playoff games. So we're going to go through all the wild card games today. Three all the way down to one. Uh, Division three all the way down to one. Try and say a little bit about them. Try and pick them, too. It's going to be a lot, so we're going to go as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible. Les, you ready to go? Let's rock. All right, here we go. Starting Division Three. it is the wild card A game. They'll play Maranatha, the winner will. It's Culver City going to Palos Verde. Yeah, man, I like Palos Verdes in this one. You know, a little bit tougher league that they're playing in, in the Bay League. Plus, they're at home. I think their pitching has been really good this year. Uh, you know, obviously, when they're playing the big dogs like Redondo and Miracosta, it's going to be a challenge, but... I just like Palos Verdes in, in this one. Culver City's a little bit down, in my opinion. I mean, lost a lot of talent from their roster last year. I'll agree with you. I'll go with PV. Mason Lee hitting 469 with three home runs for Culver City, though. I want to mention him. He's at 23 bears as well. Bo Henderson is probably who they're going to get on the mound to face uh, from Palos Verdes. He's a good pitcher. He's got a 162 ERA. That's why I like Palos Verdes. The wildcard B game, they'll play San Luis Obispo. It is Campbell Hall traveling to Oxnard. Yeah, you know, these guys, it, it, it's unfortunate these guys have to play in a wild card game because I'd like to see Oxnard's ace go against San Luis Obispo and Cooper Benson. But, yeah, I think Oxnard's ace here in this game is, is going to really carry them. They are playing really well. Uh, the pitching has been lights out for them. Second place out of the Pacific View League. Campbell Hall is pretty good. Fourth place team out of the Gold Coast League. So that tells you that league might be viewed as being a little bit more difficult uh, given that four teams got in. Uh, one in the wild card. Uh, but I'm going to go with Oxnard. They're at home. They've got the pitching. I think Campbell Hall does have the advantage, though, in the uh, in the hitting. I'll agree with you. I will go Oxnard. Joshua Romero hitting 456 with three triples for Oxnard. And the pitcher you were referencing, I think, is Andrew Terrazon. He's got a .91 ERA, 31 strikeouts so far this season. Again, I'm going to go ahead and make the assumption that all the aces are going to pitch on the wild card game. Yeah. Actually, before we even get there, thoughts on going with the number two guy and saving the ace? Bad or good idea? Yeah. You know, it's funny you have this this question, man. I talked to a coach yesterday uh, that was telling me that his head coach was thinking about doing that in their opening round uh, in Division One. You know, and look, it, you the last thing you want to do is lose a game with your ace fully rested. So, I mean, it, I just think you have to throw your ace because there is no next game if you lose, right? So you have to go with what got you there, and if your best pitcher is fully rested and you took the loss – that's going to be a tough one to live down. So I'm all about throwing your ace in the opening game. I like rolling his eyes, but that's just me. Anyway, going to wild card C. We've got San Juan Hills at uh, Redlands. The winner will play Korean Luther. Yeah, this one, in my opinion, is probably the most intriguing of these of all these wild card games. You know, Redlands coming out of the Citrus Belt League, uh, third place team there. Really good league, won by JW North. Uh, you know, it's just a, a top to bottom, a really good league in the IE. And then San Juan Hills out of the Seabue League, you know, I mean, look, Tesoro ran away with that league. Uh, Tribuco Hills also in that league. Some good teams in that league. And San Juan Hills was right there in the thick of it coming to third place. I'm picking the Stallions to go on the road and pull off the upset against Redlands here. I'll disagree with you. I'm going to take Redlands. Justin Schubert going to play New Mexico State next year. He's hitting 372 for them. And Marcus Zafria, who I think, again, I think will be on the mound for Redlands, has a .64 ERA and a 9-1 record. So it's going to be tough to go against him. Uh, wild card D game now. It is Burroughs going to Downey. The winner will play Santa Fe. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Burroughs in this one. Uh, you know, Burroughs coming out of that Pacific League with Crescenta Valley and Arcadia, who obviously ran away with the league. Burroughs played both of those teams really, really tough. You know, Arcadia was nationally ranked there for a while before last week. So uh, they're, they're going to go on the road against Downey, uh, the second-place team out of the SGV League. And I just, I, I just like the way Burroughs has played this year, so I'm going to go with them. I'll agree with you on Burroughs. Downey, for them, it's going to be a hey. one-man show, I think. Uh, Joseph Ruiz is leading them in hitting with uh, hitting 354. He's also one of the best pitchers with a 1-4 ERA. So he's, if, if anyone can do it, it's going to be him. But I, I think Burroughs, uh, the team efforts probably be better than the one-man wrecking crew there. A wild guard E game, the winner will play at San Dimas. It is Chafee going to Linfield Christian. This is, I mean, now we're talking about leagues way out there, right? Uh, I'm going to go with Linfield Christian on this one. Uh, their defense has been stellar this year. Uh, I believe their fielding percentage is at above a 960. Uh, they're also getting timely hitting. The Ambassador League doesn't get a whole lot of respect because it's so far out there, but it's pretty good competition. Uh, Chafee, on the other hand, third place in the Mount Baldy League. have been a little inconsistent down the stretch here, so I'm going to go Linfield Christian at home. I will agree again. Uh, Ryan DePoma is hitting 329 for them with two home runs, 15 RBIs. And on the mound, he's got a 172 area ERA with 74 strikeouts. So I think that's who they're going to see. Also, I want to give a little shout-out to we did a story for the TV show about Linfield's Christian's former quarterback who suffered a, a brutal injury uh, last year during the season. So please watch that on our website, on our Twitter, all that kind of stuff, at FC Prep Insider. Going to Wild Card F. The winner will play Temecula Valley. It is Shadow Hills at Valley View. All right, so this is another one of those tough ones for me. Uh, you know, I really like Valley View uh, out of the Inland Valley uh, League, the third-place team. They're playing just just really good. I get an email from their coach seemingly every week nominating a couple players for Player of the Week, uh, so they certainly have some talent. Shadow Hills, the third-place team out of Desert Valley, uh, you know, they had a really tough time in that league when not playing the likes of La Quinta or of uh, Palm Desert who ended up being the top two teams in that league. I just like the way Valley View's playing down the stretch here, winners of uh, four of their last five. So we we'll go with Valley View at home in this one. Me too. I like Valley View's schedule and the record, so I'm, I'm going to take them as well. Uh, Wild card G game. The winner will play Fullerton. It is Pauly going to Sage Hill. You know, this one's really interesting to me, that D3, you know, Long Beach Pauly uh, is in a D3 given the size of the school and given the league that they play in some of the competition. Dominic Campo has done just a phenomenal job over at Sage Hill the last three, four years, and they seem to be climbing that ladder in terms of uh, programs on the rise. Uh, I just think that, you know, with players like Murphy and, and some of the pitching that Long Beach Poly has right now, that they're going to be able to go on the road uh, and solve the riddle that has, is Ashman Chona on the mound for Sage Hill. That kid's outstanding, seemingly throws a no-hitter every other time out. Uh, I just, I'm going to go with Polly in this one. I'm going to go with Sage Hill. I mean, it's going to be, again, I agree with you. It's going to be tough. A very small school going to a very big school. So there's the intimidation factor there. I don't care what people say. There, there's always going to be that intimidation factor there. Uh, Trevor Klein batting 4-17 for uh, Sage Hill, 20 RBIs. So he's going to have to step up. And Ashman Trone, as you mentioned, they also have Drake Mossman, uh, who's got a one two eight ERA for Sage Hill. So they'll probably throw Ashman out. I would assume that's who they're going to see. But they got uh, Mossman in the bullpen ready to go. If uh, need be, wild card H, the winner will play Pacifica. It is Cajon and Temesco Canyon. Temesco Canyon, man, I really like what they're doing out at the Sun Belt League. That's a program that's just been very consistent over the last four or five years. Cajon's lost a lot of players from a really good team two years ago and then lost a few more players from a pretty good team last year. 
fourth place team out of the Citrus Belt League. I just like Temescal Canyon at home. Going out in Lake Elsinore is going to be tough for Cajon. Ball flies out of that yard when it gets a little windy. Um, and, you know, Temescal Canyon has got the bats to, to do just that, hit it out of the yard. I'm going to agree. Temescal Canyon, Caden Scuba hitting 424 for them, 13 RBIs. Dane Madronis will probably be pitching, has a 143 RA, and he's already thrown a no hitter. So I was got, anytime I see a kid who's thrown a no hitter, I make sure to try and throw Yeah, that was just last week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, congratulations to him. So I got Temescal Canyon as well. Wild Card Eye, the winner will play Capo Valley Christian. It is Torrance and Rancho Cucamonga. You know, Rancho needed a, a two-game sweep of uh, Chino Hills last week to get into the playoffs, and they got that. Uh, they're just playing really good baseball right now after that sweep to Etiwanda, or after those losses to Etiwanda a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, Coach Farrell's really done a heck of a job with that program. The Reinhardt kid on the mound's really good. They've got depth in pitching. They've got good bats. You know, Torrance, third place out of the Pioneer League. The competition is not quite what they're facing, what Rancho is facing in the baseline league. Rancho's at home. You know, all things being equal, I think that's the deciding factor here. So I'm going to go with Rancho in this one. Yeah, it's a tough one to pick, too, because Rancho's in one of the toughest leagues. Torrance, you know, you know decent league, but not the same thing. A kid I want to mention from Rancho, Kobe Morgan's got seven home runs. Always awesome to see the home runs there. But I'm going to go with Torrance. I'm going to go with the weight team. Um, Bradford Kong hitting 390 with a couple home runs, 25 RBIs, and Kai Hirschberger hitting 338, two home runs, 27 RBIs. They've got some bats in there. Again, not the same pitching they're probably going to face coming up Wednesday, but I think they can pull it off. Uh, Wild card hey, J. Embrace the bait, Tommy. Embrace the bait. <laughs> Wild card J. The winner will play Camwell Sacred Heart of Mary. One of my favorite. Uh, that is a long, that's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> it is Bellflower, and they're going to travel to Warren. You know, Bellflower came off the program year last year where they just, I mean, they were, were deep. They were really good. Made a, made a run in the playoffs, um, you, you know, before running in, or in league, excuse me, before running into a, just a buzzsaw in the playoffs. Um, you know, I saw Warren a couple early in the year against El Camino Real. They've got some talent now, uh, and it's a team that you shouldn't be sleeping on. You know, obviously Gar ran away with that San, San Gabriel Valley League, but, but Warren's got some depth in that lineup. Uh, they've got a couple sophomores that I like. The catcher's really good. Uh, and, and I just think Bellflower, third-place team out of the Suburban League, uh, behind Glenn and La Mirada. Uh, you know, they're playing the Division Three while those other guys are playing up a little bit. Uh, you, you know, I think they're battle-tested. I think Bellflower's going to go on the road in this one and take out the W here against Warren. I agree. I all agree on this one. Tyler Wright hitting 408. He's committed to San Jose State. Um, Garrett Gladney has a... 1,067 on baseball slugging. He's going to go play at Hawaii Hilo next year. Um, I like Bellflower. Now, moving to Division Two, less games in this bracket, only four of them. So we'll start with the wild card A. It is Paraclete and Village Christian. The winner will get Beckman, which is a tough task. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, But the good news for Paraclete is that if they can get past this one, it's looking like maybe Ace Joey Estes will get that start against Beckman at Beckman, which would be huge. Obviously, they got to get past Village Christian, who second place in the Olympic League is playing really good baseball right now. Winners of four of their last five. Paraclete, third place team out of that Gold Coast League. That's a pretty brutal league now with Quartz Hill and with Sierra Canyon. And so they're doing some good things up at Paraclete. I like Paraclete to go on the road here and get the dub over Village Christian. I'm going to go Village Christian. They have their own Shihei Otani, and his name is Tobias Plotkin. He's hitting 615 at the plate, and on the mound, he's got a Point eight four ERA. So again, putting a lot of eggs in the basket here, but I think Tobias can 
can uh, pitch and hit uh, against Pericles and try and pull up the W for Village Christian. Next, wild card B. The winner will play Camarillo. It is Paso Robles and Santa Barbara. Yeah, you know, you, you kind of feel for these guys, right? I mean, they're kind of being, you know, they're food for the slaughter here. I mean, once they get, once they get past these guys, you go Beckman and then you got to go Camarillo. Uh, so let's talk about Santa Barbara here, uh, led by Coach Warker, just second place in the Channel League, Channel Islands League. It's just a really good program that's coming off, uh, you know, a little bit of a difficult season despite the uh, second-place finish. They've been a little inconsistent. The pitching has been a little up and down. But I think that they've got enough pitching, and certainly they have enough hitting, uh, to take out Paso Robles and head down the road there to face Camarillo in, in the first round. I agree with you. I'm going to go Santa Barbara, Bryce Warker, and Andrew Firestone, both sophomores, kind of the main cogs in the lineup there. And David Chavar is true. A 105 ERA, 5-0 record. I'm assuming he's going to be pitching um, this one. So I think, again, it's going to be a tough task in that first round if they get out of the wild card, but I think they'll make it there. Uh, wild card C, the winner will play Ukaipa. It is Paloma Valley and Glendora. Hey, you talk about, you know, slaughter for the Lambs. I mean, you got to face Ukaipa after this one. No, you know, good luck there. But, hey, you know what? Glendora, man, third place out of the Palomares League, Brutal League with the Yala, South Hills, uh, all right? I mean, it's just a really, really good league. Whereas Paloma Valley playing in the Sun Belt League, a little bit lower level of competition. Bryce Woldridge uh, is probably going to be the MVP of that league for Glendora, hitting over 450, three-sport guy. Uh, the only thing he doesn't do for Glendora is pitch, uh, and I'm told that he can do that too. So uh, with him, uh, you know, they've got the talent. Uh, Adam Armstrong on the mound, I'm assuming, would get the start here. I like Glendora at home in this one. Uh, actually, I think they're playing this at Rio Hondo College, uh, but I like Glendora being the home team here. Yeah, if they don't get them, it'll be Cole Hiller throwing, who's got a .82 ERA uh, for Paloma Valley. Uh, Trevor Bateson, a .209 ERA. He has thrown a no-hitter. I was going to put that in there again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I like Glendora. In this one, final wild card game, Division Two. It is wild card D. The winner will play Tesoro. It is Tustin at El Modena. Yeah, here we go. We got a you know a little all-Orange all County battle here with – El Medina and Tustin. El Medina's got some, some serious talent. I uh, saw them a few weeks ago. You know, AJ Esperanza headed to Cal Poly slow. Uh, obviously, Nick Hansen, an MLB draft prospect. He's headed to Grand Canyon. Uh, I would assume that Hansen's going to get the start on the mound where he's, you know, 86 to 89. Um, you know, bats third in that lineup. They're at home. Ball seems to fly out there a little bit. Uh, and I just think the offense combined with Hanson on the mound is going to be a little bit too much for Tustin. Uh, third place out of the Empire League, a really good league this year with Cypress and Pacifica at the top. But El Medina, second place out of the Crestview League. At, being at home, I'm going to go with the Vanguards. Yeah, I like him too. Nick Hanson stats really quickly, hitting 425, seven home runs, 30 RBIs. As you mentioned on the mound, the ERA is a 2-1-2 with 53 strikeouts. And if they don't pitch him, it's still Matthew Zamora, who has a 1-6-2 ERA. So if they want to risk it, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, I mean, in, in that situation, it's kind of like, you know, 1-1-A, one one right? I mean, right. you can't necessarily go wrong with either guy. But in this particular case, if you've got a guy that is talented enough to be an MLB draft prospect, albeit with the bat, I mean – you kind of got to go with that guy, in my opinion. <laughs> All right, moving on up to Division One. Only three games in this playoff bracket. We'll start with the wild card A. The winner, talk about a buzzsaw, the winner will take on Harvard-Westlake. So, Oaks Christian going to Valencia. 
Yeah, Valencia, Valencia here, you know, third place team out of the Foothill League up there with West Ranch and those guys, and Oaks Christian, third place team out of the Marmont League, and, you know, both really good leagues. Uh, I just think Valencia, Valencia's got a little bit too much going on with their offense and with their pitching. Uh, you know, they, they played West Ranch really, really tough. Um, Oaks Christian has been a little inconsistent for me this year. I saw them early at MLK weekend. I expected a lot from them, especially the talent that they had on, on the mound, but more so the talent that they had in the lineup. Uh, they've been a little bit underachieving for me this year. So I'm going to go with Valencia to take this one at home. I'll agree. I'm going to go with Valencia. Lucas White hitting 393, five home runs, 28 RBIs for them. Um, on the mound, he's got a 2.57 ERA. Um, next to the wild card B, we've got Notre Dame at Moorpark. Yeah, you talk about underachieving teams. You know, Sherman Oaks, Notre Dame, they, they fell all the way to fourth place in the Mission League. You know, we had them ranked pretty high. I mean, we had them in the top five in the state for a long time. Uh, and then after the Boris Classic, they just kind of were a little inconsistent and, and, and fell apart a little bit. Uh, not getting the quality pitching we thought they had. Uh, you know, the timely hitting we thought that they were capable of. Uh, you know, they've just been pretty inconsistent. All You know, look, they're young. I mean, they're, the core of their roster, the core of their, their best players are sophomores um, with a handful of juniors. There are not a lot of seniors on that team that play a big role. So I'd expect for them to have a nice bounce back season next year. Moorpark, man, Moorpark's playing really good baseball. Uh, they've been on a tear of late. Uh, you, you know, winners of six of eight, I believe it is. Uh, so they're playing really good ball. They're at home. Third place in that league is no joke. I'm going to go with Moorpark at home to upend a streaky Notre Dame team. I'll go Notre Dame. I think the Mount Magic is going to be Carter uh, Kessinger against Zach Tipton. Kessinger with a 172 ERA, 47 strikeouts. Tipton for Moorpark, a 105 ERA, 7-2 record. But I just I got another kid I want to shout out for uh, Sherman Oaks, Notre Dame, as Noah Taylor. Getting 337, five on most wins. I just think Notre Dame has more. Uh, yeah, and, and, and it's no knock on Notre Dame. It's just, I mean, their inconsistency is what scares me, right? And you mentioned Noah Taylor, heck of a football player. Uh, also, he just recently committed a Cal Poly slow for baseball, though, where I think he's got a bright, bright future. Big physical kid. The final game we're going to talk about, we finally made it to the end. The, the grand marathon of the wild card is almost complete. Uh, the winner will play Huntington Beach. It is King going to Vista Marietta. All right, so Vista Marietta, you know, you're talking about some teams that have been a little inconsistent. You, you know, they, they've got obviously some, some deep talent with uh, Jake Moberg, Andrew Moziello on the mound, Moberg being an MLB draft prospect as a shortstop, uh, you know, but potentially on the mound as well. I would assume they're going to throw him, uh, maybe save Moziello for if he's back from injury. Uh, for the second game, if they make it that far. Martin Luther King out of the Big 8 League. You know my fondness for that league. That's just awesome. I think that's one of the best leagues in, in the entire state. And certainly, in my opinion, this year, the best league out in the IE. Uh, you know, they went. They did battle with Corona, Norco, and Santiago. So to get third place in that league is really, really good. Trevor Cad gave, jeez, uh, 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 Gabe Brionis, the catcher, excuse me, uh, you know, really talented players. Uh, you know, Nick Pena uh, headed to Oregon. Just, I, I, I like MLK to go on the road. Steve Madrill's a heck of a coach, as is Coach Moziello, Vista Marietta. But I just think that uh, Martin Luther King's got a little bit too much for them offensively uh, to 
you know, going to take the, the, the W on the road there. I'm going to agree with you, Trevor Cad. You mentioned him five home runs already this season. He's with Fullerton, so he's going to be a tough out for Vista Marietta. There it is. There's divisions three, two, and one. We're going to have some bonus podcasts because it's playoffs, so stay tuned for that. Less anything else you want to add? Yeah, check us out on uh, Twitter at PBR underscore California, on Instagram at PBR California. I'll actually be down in your neck of the woods for the next couple of days down in San Diego, uh, checking out Torrey Pines uh, against La Costa Canyon today and Rancho Bernardo against Poway tomorrow. Heading back up here to get some playoff action. So we'll be loading it up with some playoff coverage here in the next few weeks. Check us out on Twitter again at PBR underscore California, on Instagram at PBR California. That is it. We'll see you guys later this week with more playoff talk.